The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? And welcome back to another episode of No Ceilings Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low glasses Malone. So, I don't like them Jays up. Yeah. I up. Shout out to my boy D. Corner Boy Exotics. Corner Boy Exotics. Corner Boy Exotics. He brought y'all Jays. He said he was going to bring y'all Jays every, uh, pod that's nice so every pod you guys will have fresh jays fresh jays and they they pretty fat too nice smells good he didn't uh go cheat with it i like it no no he said he was gonna show off said it was gonna show off can't get it going it's too packed too too tight yeah she it's gonna got that no but she gonna get the perfect cherry there we go see i guess (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah okay my friend. Um, third. so I, I it's this shit finna kill y'all high oh shit i'm just telling you ahead of time this shit finna kill y'all high okay you don't gotta be upset or nothing i'm gonna let y'all get y'all a little mind right like my like my nigga milk say 
744. Why you going? Take that 744. That 7.46 get y'all mind right because it's finna be a, oh. a cold trip. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, let me get my mind Take right. Take that 7.4. That 7.4 seconds to get your mind what? right. Hold on. FYI, <laughs> never tell a person to smoke. Don't smoke. What? I'm I just mean, telling you, I don't smoke weed before you got here because D dropped off J's for y'all. Got you. But that's what you didn't say that. You were just like, don't smoke. I was like, what? That's because ah? D dropped off J's because I'm looking out for y'all. <laughs> got you. Let me see. Hmm. I'm kind of scared. I, I want to be in a clear frame of mind. You talking about it's going to mess me up. I know. This is one of those conversations. Oh, shit. Okay. Is this something you've been thinking about for three weeks? <laughs> those are um, a couple of weeks. I've been thinking about it probably for like, I've been thinking about it for a lot longer. Um. A lot longer than three weeks. Make sure y'all share the pod. If you see the pod, yeah, please share the pod. That's exactly what I was doing. And then I was like, <clears throat> oh, this is really smooth. It's smooth. This is yeah, pretty this good. Is, this is good. But okay. now the, the topic itself is uh, it's really important to me because uh, I've been thinking about it probably since the beginning of two thousand. 13. Okay. Oh, this is going to be even crazier. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's put this shit. out. No, because, yeah, you need to probably put that out. I'm going to put this out. You talking about he thinking yeah, about something in 2013. Gonna I'm going to need to function. Yeah, this is one of them conversations. That's a, That's a long time. Go ahead. So, I have this conversation with people when we talk about hip hop all the time. And I try to explain to people hip hop, right, is is black culture. It's street urban culture more than black culture. It's street urban culture. We just happen to be the face of street urban culture. But there's a lot more than us that make up street urban culture, even though we are the centerpiece of it. Street urban meaning like uh, densely populated criminal written communities. That's what street urban means. So if you grew up in the community, they got crime, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's super densely populated. Mm. That's the cornerstone for hip hop. You become the representation. The reason it became invaluable is there was no representation before hip hop for it. You didn't know what the inner city kid was going through. They kept the stories very uh, either mainstream, you know, before that, or they made it over the top like Superfly or the Mac. Or just be like over the top, it'd be superhero. Right. Um, hip hop gave you access to people's life, you know what I mean, that you could never see. You could never see what it was like for somebody growing up in Watts. It was only Sanford and Son, it was only jokes. Right. Um that's what made hip hop important. Fast forward, hip hop becomes this thing's huge, grand thing, big thing. Um, obviously along the way, Tupac, big, different people died, you know, street urban culture, you know, it's a real thing. So sometimes it is very price pricey. Somebody could lose their life. Um, so I think for a while the game quite didn't know what it wanted to do because it kind of came under scrutiny because of the deaths of Tupac and Biggie. Um, so they was like in this weird sp space. 
And I think they was okay until 50 Cent happened. Why you say that? Because when 50 Cent happened, it became this super potent version of street urban culture. Super potent. Like where you hadn't seen it since Snoop or Pac or all that early stuff, you know, and it became impactful. It became influential. Like this nigga, cause, you know, he comes and sells seven, eight, nine, ten million. So now they're like, holy, this shit is popping. This shit is finna happen again. He's in the middle of a war with Ja Rule. They're like, man, this could lead to somebody getting killed. Game. You see the game shit happening. Somebody gets shot. So they like, yo, we need an out. We don't need this. We don't need this to fall on our hands. You know what I'm saying? We don't like we don't need to look bad with this again. Where you about to go there? Oh shit. Go ahead. So 2004 births Kanye West. Okay. I knew his name was gonna come in this conversation. I mean, it's all good. Kanye deserves to be in this conversation. In all fairness, he he has to be in this conversation. Yeah, he deserves to be in this conversation. So he became the savior, Mm -hmm. right? He became the savior for um the game, the game, like, it wasn't sure it wanted to go back in that dark hole that true street urban culture was, the richness. So they kind of got this shallow brother that was a scientist. Now, sure, I think his topics were shallow to some degree as far as street urban culture went. Okay. But I think his topics were very mainstream fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say the plight, the plight of his struggles was like a car accident, which is American as apple pie, uh, being accused of stealing pants at his job is American Pie. I think his plight was very, you know, as far as urban street life goes, that's pretty much not really like everybody goes through car accidents. That's normal. And so you thought that that made him more relatable, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, and hip hop is not really about being relatable. But I'm saying for him, he, he, so he be kind of came like this hip hop kind of star where his conversation was super pop, but his scientific approach when it came to making these records in the style of hip hop was like unbelievable. Like he used the hip hop door and he came in through that door and his music, his, his beats was insane. You know what I'm saying? And, but his topics were like, he didn't truly have the culture. Damn. Yeah. Um, Fast forward to 2022. Um, people are really disappointed with Ye because they feel like he represented them. Black people. I don't care about what the rest of the world thinks. I don't give a fuck what they think. Let's focus on us. So I think a lot of black people are are upset because they felt he represented them. And then they're like, well, we don't understand this rhetoric or we don't understand the rhetoric of slavery is a choice so we don't understand the rhetoric the rhetoric of white lives matter or a lot of the stuff you're saying we don't get it right Mm -hmm. and it made me think today while i was boxing it made me think like there's a disconnect right the disconnect is the black experience versus black culture Mm -hmm. experience versus culture And it matters in these conversations because we feel like all experience creates culture, but it's not. It's way more complex. So that's what I want to talk to y'all about today. Okay. So, right. GL, no ceilings. Brett, what's up? Hey. Brett, what's up? What's going on? No, so it's like, um, 
So let me let me start this by saying this. This is my thought on it. This is my philosophy. Okay. The black experience is how people treat you because they see you are black. Okay. That's the black experience in America. Mm-hmm. Got you. Black culture is how we treat other people. Other people? How we treat each other, yeah. other people. Okay. How we talk to each other, mm-hmm. the slang we use, mm-hmm. the foods we serve each other, the way we dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's I how, see that. it's, how, it's how we do our thing. Mm-hmm. The experience is how the world sees us and the culture is how we see the world. Um, that makes sense. It kind yeah, of just as a starting point. Mm. So fast forward, when you take somebody like Ye, and I was talking to one of my boys, and he was so upset. He was like, "Man, you know, he talking about this slavery is slavery is a choice shit." And I said, "Uh," he was like, "That ain't no shit the community says." And I'm like, "What's community is cause from?" <laughs> Like, see, we yeah. black is this huge diaspora of experiences. Did y'all know that mo- it was a lot of black people in America that were not slaves during the 1500s all the way fast yes. forward to 1800s? I know it's black. Every people. black person in America was not a slave. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the first thing. So to feel like every black person has the same trauma about slavery that we pass on is just incorrect. Mm. Now, the belief is that other black people that even though they're not They should be empathetic to what these other black people went through. If I ask somebody in Beverly Hills to be empathetic towards a struggle of a gangbanger, do you think they really understand it? They're definitely not going to understand it. Definitely not going to understand it at all. They're going to, they're going to feel as though, Honestly, they just look at it as like they're just violent or just anything negative against. They're not going to even think anything positive. So what do you think some black people thought about slavery? Some black people. Like, what do you think about the black people who was on the plantation that were not slaves? Mm. They was, but they were on the plantation. No, they were just. So let's talk about two specific other black people that had other black communities. That's because okay. there's the black community that's us, the people that's on the plantation. Mm-hmm. Then there's a black community of people that were not slaves or got their freedom. Mm-hmm. That's one community. Then there's another community in the black community that we don't talk about, which is the black community that owns slaves. Mm-hmm. It's the belief that black people didn't own black people. That's just not true. Wow. Right. So these are all communities mm-hmm. that range in our diaspora as far as our experience in America. Some of the other ones don't get talked about as much, but those exist. So the point I was, the question I was asking you is, what do you think? Um, what, could you imagine what a black person? Now, let's say it's the black community that doesn't own slaves that just look at these people like slaves. Mm-hmm. What do you think about most black people say about people that's in jail? They be like, oh, you know what? I'm wondering if they eat correctly. Uh, I wonder if people are treating them correctly. They don't care. A lot of people don't care. And I'm talking about this is another community within the black community, right? Right. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) Something stupid. Replay. Replay. (laughs) So (laughs) a lot of black people in the black community. They don't understand it. So it's like, um, I won't say that they don't care. I mean, 
of course, yes, some care, but it's just they don't understand it. So it's just they don't even I guess they don't care. They just don't (laughs) care. They don't understand it. They don't care to understand it. They don't care to understand it. Like for you to be empathetic, you have to care or you you are you're trying to put yourself in that position or in their shoes in a sense. So or try to have a feeling, but Mm -hmm. they don't. You don't. Some people, they just, they're not empathetic. Right now, a lot of people lack empathy. It doesn't matter the race or not. They just really, people in general, they lack it. So it wouldn't be unbelievable that some black people who weren't slaves during the 1500s to 1800s wouldn't be empathetic to what was happening to other black people that was on plantation slavery, right? right? Now, what about the community that was black people that own black people? Do you think they would be empathetic towards slaves? No, because no, they, they, they own them. They don't think, I mean, why would they, if they were empathetic, they wouldn't be on it. Why would they own them? So fast forward now. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm not disagreeing. Oh, okay. So fast forward now, right? Mm-hmm. You got somebody like Kanye West. I would like to believe, right, his experience. Now, I'm not. I don't know this to be fact, but I know enough people around him to ask questions and find out what's true. His mother, let's say his mother is somebody who bought her paperwork. She bought her freedom. Mm-hmm. Or let's say her parents bought their freedom and raised her free. So she's aware of the struggle and the, you know, the trauma of being a slave, mm-hmm. right? Whether or not she was a slave is irrelevant. I mean, whether she bought her papers, but she ended up becoming a doctor in America. Got a PhD. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She raised Kanye in a middle class, sh- south side, suburban Chicago neighborhood. Put him in really good schools. Great education. You know what I mean? That was the goal. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the first project is called College Dropout. He dropped out of the university. Mm-hmm. Right? It's really important that we establish these things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you don't grow up with slaves on the plantation in these ghettos, I'm saying his connection to slavery, you know, his true immediate connection would have been his mother, right? That's somebody either that bought her paperwork or her parents were slave and they raised her free. Right. I would like to believe that's true. Maybe his, his family is not a long line of slaves. Maybe his family could have been people who literally was never slaves. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I hear people say, He's not representing the black community. I, I keep telling them, what community are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What made me want to talk about this today is a couple different friends and the different angles. One of my partners that who professionally said glasses, do you feel like you own a right? Like, who are you to declare somebody's blackness? Mm-hmm. And what I told him was, you know, do you feel like you're in the position to? And I was like, yes. There's levels to blackness, right? You have, let's say a kid that grows up in Beverly Hills. He's black. What the fuck would he know about black culture? Where would he get it from? He listened to a rap record. Right. He watched some TV. He watched a film. Black culture is when you walk outside your door. It's not just inside your house. It's when you walk out your door. That's a perfect example of somebody that could have a black experience. He can go places and people treat this person like a nigga, but his friends don't talk to him the way we talk to each other. That's the crazy. difference between culture and experience. We had a friend that was like that. He literally, his family was rich as hell. They were like, um, 
I'm not you know, one music industry, rich as hell, lived in the Hollywood Hills, and he would have his chauffeur bring him to the, to the hood to hang out with like all of us. And we were like, why would you want to be here? You got a big ass house up there, but he he was black. He's black, yeah. but he literally he didn't know anything but that he was raised there, but. He just wanted to be with his people, yeah. with people that other people that are black. He right. wanted to partake in the culture. Mm-hmm. So somebody like Kanye, you know, when people when people tell me, you know, oh, man, gee, you know, I'm not one of those people that defend Kanye. Mm-hmm. I think Kanye has been this kind of cornball ass nigga this whole <laughs> time. The whole time. <laughs> Right from the start, like I've been saying it since his, his first project is called College Dropout. Like my nigga, we were selling drugs. What the fuck are you talking about college? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at no brother that go to college. I'm just saying that's right. a far stretch from hip hop as far as the conversation. There's nothing wrong with it because we do need that conversation represented in hip hop, long as there's some element of street to it. But the thing about Ye was Ye always been this person, like like I keep saying, like Eddie Winslow. Like when you listen to him talk, he talked about how much he looked up to Marilyn Monroe. Eddie Winslow. Yeah. So Eddie did, Winslow what is did he say he... <laughs> a middle class suburban Chicago black teen that, mm-hmm. that grew up in a suburb. Right. That's it. He don't know the culture. <laughs> and if you remember, there was an episode of Family Matters because where he ran into the street and his dad had to come save him. So he trying to tell me that he so. The cousins, the aunties, the brother, like there's no right family. Like he didn't grow up black like us. Like Okay, so it's like black like us. And that's my point. What do we mean like us? Okay, well like he wasn't going saying, to the hood or nothing like that. He didn't have a cousin, auntie. What she's saying is a grandmother, somebody else that wasn't in the actual home. Maybe he visited or went somewhere. I don't know. But I'm saying let's say he does. Is that going to wrap you in black culture a no, visit no no not, not a visit okay so let's say he did go visit the projects in chicago when they were there mm-hmm. spending summers there going like you know what i'm saying you're going down to your grandmother's house this is where let's say he at. did do that okay, so that's not is that enough to really bathe you in our conversation as far as the plantation conversation like let's say mm. if you let's say if you wasn't on a slave, right? You wasn't on a plantation. Let's say we lived on a plantation, was picking cotton for a living, was getting fucked up, mm-hmm. picking it for free. The black kid that, you know, we're family, he comes spend the night, stay in the outhouse with us and all that for the weekend and go back to his Do you think he would understand all the conversations that we have? Mm-mm. No, definitely not. No. How mm-hmm. legit would his cultural experience be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like his culture. I mean, but like I said, spending summers coming down for. Let's say you come on the plantation for 90 days every year and you leave. You feel like you know what it's like to be a slave. Like you get to leave. Isn't that the whole point of slavery? I mean, for the 90. Yeah. If you could just leave and shit at the end of the 90 days, because I don't know if you quite get the slavery point. And that's how it was for people that come to where we from. Like, I don't know if you truly get culture in the fullest way, if, especially as a slave, where the whole point was you just couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if the slaves could just leave when they want to, I right. don't know if slavery would be as disregarded <laughs> as it is. 
I think it would be like, oh, okay, it's, this ain't that. I can leave when I want to. Like, right. Right. Yeah, there it is here. That's so, my choice. So hence why a nigga would say slavery is a choice. Mm. Mm. Did, did he? Because he, he gets to ever say why he said that? Don't matter. No, I'm saying like I'm saying because no normally in the history he would say, of slave but I'm saying like, said you know what I'm saying? like why did he say it? Like what made him Because say that? he visited I, the I plantation. He visited the plantation for the weekend. What? At best. Mm. Wow. Mm. There's <laughs> Nah, why he say that? He never, that's he why I'm saying like the what? plantation for the weekend at best. Okay. So he could be telling the other kids. So he could be telling the other kids. Again, see, that's the point. You said he still shouldn't be saying that because you come from the plantation. If you don't come from this way of life, it is. You think white people, if white people really thought that they was fucked up because slavery, you think they'd just be cool how they is now? They'd be feeling horrible. Mm -hmm. They don't feel horrible about slavery. They don't don't at all. What's funny is they feel more horrible about the Holocaust. You would think they all German. Yeah. Well, they'd be like, oh, what's up? First off, nigga, only German people did this. All white people did this to us. It was German niggas ass slaves, French white people ass slaves, Spanish right. white people ass slaves, yep. English white. The whole nother story. Yep. But I'm saying when you when Kanye talks, so when people say he's not of the community or he don't think he black, he never he's not our black. See, that's the thing, and, and that's what I was telling my hoop partner, because mm-hmm. I was telling, cause like, bro, you think like it, there's levels to this shit, this black shit. It's but, not somebody's blacker. But, no, but it's probably right. because other they they group us all into one, so it isn't. Well, we are one. Yeah. So they're like he he's like he's representing us right. because they, we're grouped into. Yeah, but but can a can a black Democrat represent a black Republican? But when he does something stupid, then it's all. all Black people. But but I'm saying only it's not because that's the problem. He doesn't speak for the slaves. He doesn't. It doesn't matter that he doesn't speak. It's just the whole, the represent like his whole, he represents us. I agree. He's he a black person. Us. But he doesn't represent us to us. That's the problem. See, he represents us to white people right that's the and but that but see that's what i'm saying it's to everyone i get that you're saying for us but for everyone like he knows like he knows this. he doesn't the fact that you think that everybody mm-hmm. got our skin tone would know this why the fuck I, would somebody who's I never been everyone on but i think he does it. why because i just think he does uh, you know why because He's you a want very to- smart do you think this shit do that, think that he, do you think this shit we got got something to do with being smart you know the smartest motherfucking cracker can't tell you what it's like being a slave true. so why the fuck would you think intelligence or education got something to do with this motherfucker being able to figure out what's up I'm mm-hmm. just trying to I don't no know. this I is my point understand. so when somebody says to me glasses you, you know don't you know ask me what I make I don't need to make excuses for Kanye this been cuz the whole time this has been cuz the whole time. He very much is a Negroid. He's a black man in America. But he not from where we from. Yeah. Even though he used our door. He came through the hip hop door. And that's why y'all feel betrayed. Y'all feel like there were times he represented y'all. Because. Y'all feel like when he said the George Bush don't like black people. 
Even though that no nigga in history ever talked like that, that you that we uh, affiliated with us, nah, we would. like them niggas be like fuck the president, fuck Reagan. That's how we talk. Right. This nigga said George Bush doesn't like black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit diet nigga right there. Mm-hmm. That was diet nigga right there. Diet nigga. That's diet. That's and the thing y'all all fell in love with it because I was like, oh, he he said that's not how we talk. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not where we talk where I'm from mm-hmm. now I don't know how people who don't wasn't on the plantation talk I don't know who people who black people that own slaves talk I'm telling you that's not how the plantation talk mm-hmm. don't nobody be like master don't like us <laughs> <laughs> why we gotta talk in plantation talk <laughs> I'm just trying to give you no but I get what you're saying though I, I, I feel who you. the fuck on the plantation be like well master don't really like us Right. Don't nobody say, man, fuck master. I don't I don't think that a lot of um a lot of like black men or like I don't think that they like thought Kanye represented yes, them, at did. least from the community. Yes, I don't yes, I don't not, so? not, 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 not me. Now not niggas like me. No, okay. <laughs> not niggas like me. So you, now I think now that he's you know what I'm saying when he does his his rants or shit like that and then this type of shit, it's like, okay. They're looking at all of us because you are black and the white community sees you as one color, one person, this black person. Mm. So. Well, well, <laughs> I agree, you which know. is why I think as a community, we need to reassess our conversations when it comes to. um, We need to reassess our conversations when it comes to how we allow other people to deal with him. And that's what I was telling my boy, Nick Hamilton today. Mm-hmm. Like he, he made a good point to me. He said, uh, he said, Kanye know what it's like to be a Nick. I'm like, yeah, he's very much had the black experience, but we're not talking about the black experience right now. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the things that bound us together as a culture. Okay. The slave experience bounds us together as a culture. It's the reason why we make soul food. Mm-hmm. We don't make soul food because it tastes good. We make soul food to remind us of the trauma. The reason we like our food salty is we got the most preserved food in the world that, you know, used to use salt to preserve food. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So, you know, we would start with this super over salty food because it was old and preserved. And then we would season it to flavor. So that's why even when we cook soul food, we chase salt. We chase salty because that is what we our water memory remembers of flavor. So when Kanye is speaking, right, like I was telling Nick, it doesn't matter that he does not represent the culture of being black Mm -hmm. or what we call being black. Right. It doesn't. It matters that white people see him as one of us and how they treat him because it's important because they think they doing one of us bad. Exactly. Yeah. Same conversation I had about R. Kelly, where it's like you look at what happened specifically with a. uh, Donald Sterling, you know, we couldn't have touched him. They just made him sell his team for a profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not gonna drag him through. He didn't get kicked out of a bank. Nobody made him turn over his properties. Nobody cut off his insurance. Nobody did nothing to him. Harvey Weinstein, right? When Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein both got in trouble for the same type of crimes, yeah. right? Harvey Weinstein just had to sell off his portion of the film company. Bill Cosby, they took down all of his motherfucking 
his syndications. He, yeah. I think he's on TV One now. It's crazy. Bill Cosby's syndication was $1.5 billion a year. Mm-hmm. He lost yeah. all kind of sponsors, everything. Harvey Weinstein, they ain't took down one film. None. And my issue with that is because the way they treat us is they see us differently still. The way they treat themselves, they see themselves. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes, packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. 
And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. What is it that um, everybody, or what is everybody so upset at Kanye about? Which people? Okay, black people, our community is upset at Kanye because they feel they're being ill-represented. So yeah, they're like, why would you say slavery is a choice? Why would you say um, slavery is a choice? Why would the you say white, white lives, white matter? lives matter? Yeah, why would I you say George Floyd yeah. died oh, yes. of a drug overdose? Yes. So all of these questions that we agree upon in our community mm-hmm. on the plantation, mm-hmm. right? Maybe there's some people that's not on the plantation that still be like, man, that's fucked up. But right. there's a lot of Kanye's. A lot of Candace Owens and Kanye's that have grew up and they are not on the plantation. They are not entitled to the conversation. And the belief is because their skin is dark or they might be from somewhere where niggas was, is within a 40 mile radius that they have a fucking idea. Mm-hmm. But Huntington Beach is 40 miles. It's about 30 miles away from Compton. Right. Beverly Hills is 10 miles away from Rolling 60 Crip. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking lifetime distance away as far as experience. Exactly. So yeah. just because you close don't mean you fucking know. Uh, you don't know. I don't need to make excuses for Kanye. He's a fucking jackass. He's a nigga that never been on a plantation, mm-hmm. but he's still a nigga. And they treat him like one. Uh, right. They're, they're for sure. And that's what I'm not like cool with. So that's okay. So, and what are they upset about? So I mean, I know are, that what, was the whole thing because of the DEF CON? No, they said different things. They said, uh, let me see that. Uh, because yeah. I was really trying to get to the whole meat of it. I'm like, was it the DEF Con. No, well, I know so, that so, I know. So they're, saying, so they're saying, cause there's some anti-Semitic shit. I have never seen it. Right. I, didn't see it. I haven't seen it. But again, this is a whole nother conversation that it, the lie has gotten so far out of control or we're totally ignorant. Cause I've pretty much seen a lot of his stuff and I don't quite know what he said. That was anti-Semitic. I didn't see anything that was very like, but this is a whole nother conversation because we got to get a Jewish person in here to talk to them because I really need to cuss them out. You know what I mean? Like we, we would be in a really bad situation because it's like 
you can't have it all and then get mad that somebody saying you got it all. Like they the coldest group of motherfuckers that's like, don't tell nobody we having it. And I respect them because they not flossing it, but don't tell nobody we having it. Like if, if you were upset that this nigga said you have all the power and then the first thing you did was got mad that he said you had all the power and then show because you had all the power right now, right. you just look goofy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's another conversation. Yeah. I got I got a Jewish partner and a rabbi partner. I'm gonna have them come through, cuss they ass out. Man, because um, I'm like they're <laughs> taking this man down. But my issue is not just that, right? My issue is us, right? And how we're dealing with it. There are people that look like us celebrating that is happening. Well, that's because they don't really understand, like, like right now what you're breaking down is what they need to understand. You know, they don't understand it. It's about our people and that this is this could happen to your your family member or somebody else. They're not looking at it like that. They're looking at it like, oh, yeah, he dumb. He shouldn't have been saying this and this and that. And I get all that. But it's a time and a place for you to be able to say these things. And right now, like if you look at the comments or different things, you see them like, oh, yeah, he's stupid as motherfucker. Oh, yeah, take him down. Stupid. You know, just saying it's like they're celebrating this, this the downfall of a man and. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with what he said either, but I just feel like there's other, there's other ways. To what did he shit. say? What did he say? So no, I'm no, not talking so, about I agree with what he said. I don't, I don't right. No, but but we're having two different counts. So the black people are upset because of what he said that they feel right. was anti our plight. Yeah, right. I get that. That's all we need to focus on. Okay. And, and this is my issue, right? And, and I compared it earlier today, right? Because when we say black culture, like what I represent is one of the darkest parts of urban culture. This is one of the blackest parts of it. This is where you see it at its most primitive operations, mm-hmm. right? I was telling my boy Will today, I was like, hey, if let's say y'all all grew up in a community, you know, y'all are from a community, right? Which y'all are from a gang. I guess gang sounds more crazy, but <laughs> let's say you and all these people grew up in a neighborhood together. Okay. This particular guy, you don't like this guy. Okay. He always got some fucked up shit to say about the homies. You know what I mean? He always dick riding the niggas around the corner. Mm-hmm. But he y'all nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, y'all, he grew up with y'all. Mm-hmm. He wanted y'all. He ain't necessarily from yoke. He not necessarily like you, but he is somebody that's from where you from. Mm-hmm. Associated with you. Right. I told my boy, I say, if that was you, if six niggas was whooping his ass, would you let them whoop his ass? Six strangers. He said, no. I said, okay, cool. He said, but I said, now let's say this same jackass homie slapped a lady. And then her five brothers wanted to whoop his ass. Would you let the five brothers whoop his ass? So I don't know. I said, well, let me give you your answer. No. <laughs> Five of y'all ain't doing nothing to cuz. If it's one of y'all, y'all can get ahead of Faye because he disrespected. But y'all five ain't finna do the homie like that. I don't fuck how much I don't like this nigga. Right. He said, glasses, what if the nigga slap you? And then he did the shit and the six niggas whooping his ass. I'm going to fuck them up for thinking they finna whoop the homie ass. Then I'm going to fuck him up later for slapping me. Right. (laughs) The one thing about that street culture that teaches you, man, you deal with your own people. Yep. You take that shit to the hood. You don't let an outsider nigga do nothing to none of your peoples. Mm. To none of your peoples. Mm-hmm. 
You don't let an outsider do nothing to none of your motherfucking peoples. So the way they looking at Kanye, Kanye. I'm looking at them. Like y'all got raised on some sucker shit. How you allow white people to pack yay out? The white folks packing yay out right they now. They really are. It's and so And you niggas sad. sat in the body like, that's what this bitch ass get. It's so you sad. didn't do it to him. Right. Yeah, I saw some crazy sh- Like, they really crazy. Hey, I heard a nigga today, it was a Jewish rapper. Cuz was rapping, had a diss record against yay. Wow. I retweeted it. Wow. And I'm just laughing. And I'm like, so y'all just gonna stand by while this brother's getting packed out because he hurt your feelings before. Right. Yeah. These niggas are suckers. And I look at them as motherfucking worse than I look at him. Mm. Because you know what the difference is, right? One thing is an imposter. Yeah, he Mm -hmm. could be an imposter. Yeah, he don't know what the fuck is being a nigga is. Mm -hmm. He just don't have no idea. He just came through the nigga door. (laughs) So he don't really have no true idea of being no nigga. Mm -hmm. He don't. Mm -hmm. Ain't no nigga ever looked up to Marilyn Monroe that was born after motherfucking... 1979, <clears throat> 78 or something. Nigga ain't looking up to Marilyn Monroe. We had tons of sisters. It's Holly Berry era, nigga. Mm-hmm. Fuck you mean you looked up to Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's, yeah. He's- so, I think he's like, he's an imposter nigga because he came through the hip hop door and so we thought he, he, we thought he was off the plantation. So he's an imposter because he came through that door like he know what it's like and he was making the music. He was singing the, the spirit, the Negro hymns, but he just knew how to make them. Cuz didn't know how to actually really, he wasn't no he slave. Was he just knew how to make the, the, the spirituals. Yeah. And if you listen to his spirituals, that was a bit David Bowie too. That was kind of pop. I was about to say, it was real light. Super? Because <laughs> you listen, nigga talking about somebody he's got accused of stealing pants. <laughs> Like, cuz, what are you talking about? <laughs> Car accident, my nigga? That's. Yeah. That was banging, yeah. though. Yeah, working on this grave slave shit. Yeah. See, he said shit yeah. like that word, this grave shit. And I ain't <laughs> made. Nigga, that's a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not knocking no nigga that work middle class work. I'm not tripping. I'm just saying it's, it's a far it's, cry from being on this fucking plaid Tyson selling these rocks. It's when you feel trapped and ain't no gap. First off, ain't no gap in my neighborhood. Why the fuck could you even? I ain't never even knew a nigga work at the gap. Mm-mm. I ain't even know they hired niggas. Okay, that's like um, Abercrombie. Yeah, Abercrombie. Abercrombie yeah, they ain't hiring there. no. Mm-mm. Jimmy, how you? Where is that at? That's a bus ride for forty minutes. Right. Yeah. Oh, not shit. working there. So I just look at it like, so he's an imposter. He's an imposter slave. He just came through the door. We looked at him and niggas was like, oh, he one of us. But in reality, if you really looked at cuz you look at his hands, cuz ain't had a, did a hard days of labor, cuz this mm-hmm. nigga nails is nice, his hands don't have no calluses. Mm-hmm. That man ain't did a hard day of labor. And I noticed it the first day. I said, man, this nigga is talented, but this is <laughs> cushiony soft. Uh, day La Soul was still hard. Tribe mm-hmm. Called Quest was still hard. It's a lot of niggas who wasn't about being criminals that was still like, man, them niggas was rough. <laughs> you know what I mean? The roots is rough. <laughs> look at that nigga, man, the nigga who played a drum. That nigga looked like he'd been in 10 fights. Quest, cuz. Quest looked like he'd been in fights every other weekend at one time. I, I bet y'all any money Quest had been in at least 10 fights. Uh, Philly, Yeah, nigga. for sure. Right? So, Phil, yeah. So what I'm saying is, yeah. right? So what I'm saying is, he was an imposter. Right, he, they we thought he was a slave because he came through the hip hop door. 
so he's an imposter. So now they mad because they go, I thought you was a slave. But I tell them they worse because they're sellouts. Mm. Why are they sellouts? Because nigga, you know, and instead of you standing up right now, no matter what a nigga think of himself, he's still a nigga. And if you watch me white folk pack him he out and you don't stand up with him, just. I don't give a fuck. If I kick your ass later, I might slap you in the back of your head while we fighting these niggas. Mm-hmm. Soon as we get back to the hood, I'm fucking you up. It's we on. fucking you up. It's but on. these white folks can't, can't fuck you that. up. Can't do it. Yeah, I feel you on that. That's, that's a lot. They didn't left his, um, they closing in school. They didn't left they the, didn't, they took the a team. Lot. All these crackers had an old slave. It's all the? these George Washington schools because this nigga that right. had 170,000 slaves on the plantation and you still went. Washington High School. Washington High School still named Washington. This cracker that owned all these slaves and all kind of shit. Y'all ain't uh, all of a sudden. They could play in any football shit they make. This nigga right here say one thing that you just don't Don't like. like. You would have thought cuz it's Hitler. Man. Now is it? You don't like it, cuz. They just put him a Skechers. It's cuz. You know how many slave owners? You know how many slave owners? I don't believe that shit. You know how many slave owners, cuz? How many slave owners? We got schools named after. They ain't took nothing. They ain't never said, you know what? That nigga who got y'all school owned slaves. Let's take that so school. Y'all can't make it to Hell the football nah. thing. Yeah, right. Hell no, nah, they not even on slaves. How many times? And I watch all these niggas, Aaron Donald. I'm so ashamed of Aaron Donald and all these niggas, the Ram niggas, man. I'm like, you niggas is hoes. With all due respect, you niggas. And I'm taking face, cuz straight up. You niggas is hoes. Cause you niggas will still go to George Washington High School, cuz, and help them. Yep. That cracker done owned all these slaves, took niggas' teeth out their mouth and made dentures yep. out of niggas' teeth. Yep. You're right. See, these niggas yep. are selective niggas, and that shit, that's, that's what a sellout is. Yeah. A sellout is when you know, but the money got control of you, so guess what? You hoe out. Ooh. They yes. bought, you bought and paid for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for sure, bought and paid for. Mm. And that's my problem. See, the thing is, we defend each other because of the black experience. Mm. That's the reality. We all know what it's like to be treated like a nigga. I don't give a fuck if you're in Beverly Hills. You know what, you it's, know like. what it's like to be a nigga. Yep. Hell, even if you actually wasn't a nigga, you know what it feel like to be a nigga. Now, you may don't know what it feel like to be a slave, but you know what it'd be treated like less. Yeah. Right? So, when we watch somebody get the black experience in front of us, they that bold to publicly do it in front of us. Mm-hmm. They ain't stripping this shit under closed doors. They're not. Oh, we taking all your deals. They're not. They're like right here. Boom, boom, Shut boom, boom, yeah, boom. That's it. I seen from I seen five year old four and talking about some he support. Boy, if you don't knock it off, stop Are you playing. Serious? Yeah. He support what? Oh, uh, like he support Jewish people. First off, nigga. Because if you don't stop this whole ass sellout shit, first off, you call yourself a crib. Now I gotta call you up on the DP, cause on God. Whole yeah. ass shit. Oh wow, yeah. It's one thing, man. I'm not saying we you supposed to go on an offensive another community, but what y'all got to do is stop right now. Mm-hmm. See, this is the point. We unite with the experience. Yes. That's what Pan-Africanism is about. We all got the same. White people treat us all the same, so we all niggas. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand we're going to have different opinions, different opinions because of culture. Different. Our culture as black people is different. But they are just taking him. They down. are doing this nigga, treating him like taking a nigga in front of us. Down. He didn't even. I ain't finna get into what they feel, hurt feeling. I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck what he did. I'm just saying it was, yeah, that's I true. I don't give a fuck but... what he did. You supposed to tell us and we supposed to be okay with what you're doing. 
You can't just do niggas any kind of way. I mean, that's what the whole point of Black Lives Matter is. The fuck if Black Lives Matter, this black ass nigga is. I don't know fuck what he is. But that's the thing. Remember, he didn't he say he was. I don't, I don't give a fuck what he said about black. He could be the most confused nigga in the history of confused niggas. He's very nigga. confused. I don't give a fuck. He still, we we ain't. I'm not confused. I know you're not confused, but so I don't he give a fuck if he's confused. I'm not confused. This nigga from Listen, the set. He okay. I, even if his stupid ass don't know he from the set, cause I know cause is from the set. Yeah. I know he's a black man. I don't give a fuck what him or OJ thought they was. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how confused they are. They can say all kinds of shit. I'm not black. He's still black. I'm looking at you like, boy, you just dumb. Yeah. That don't mean a white. I'm like a white. Do you see they whooped your ass? I'm not that. <laughs> not gonna I, do it. You might be a whole ass nigga. I'm not. Right. Yeah, you nah. might be confused. I'm not. Mm-mm. And that's what's wrong with these mm-hmm. niggas. They confused. They they celebrating the down tear of another black man because he hurt his feelings with his rhetoric. That's it. Man, I don't give a fuck he about what that ignorant yet. nigga said. Mm-mm. I don't give a fuck what that nigga said about black people. Even if he confused, nigga, oh, he don't think he black. He he, he speak against black people. I don't give a fuck what. Candace Owens say the most whitest shit in the world. If if four white ladies was whooping cuz ass, I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm finna beat them white bitches up. <laughs> and tell her fuck her right when I finish whooping their ass. Oh, fuck damn. you too, Candace, your stupid ass. What your stupid ass get after I whoop them bitches ass. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna let five white men rape Candace Owens because she's just stupid. Exactly. Right. Because she don't know what it's like being us. Guess what? She's still a sister. Yeah. And when I finish beating them white men up that's trying to rape her, I'm gonna look at her stupid ass. I want your stupid ass now. Get your stupid ass somewhere else. Right. Because she's still my sister. (laughs) Kanye's still my brother. I know. He's still my brother. I don't give a fuck how much I hate the shit he say because it don't fit the lifestyle of me and my partners. Right. That's still because you know what they see him as my brother. You think for one minute these people like, oh, we just doing this to Kanye? They no. know. No, exactly. they know. They, they like, know. we got one. Okay, they we got one. We got him. They like, yeah. we got him. Yeah, they got the treating. This ain't that's fair. Why and then I'm like, and then that's my problem. They wouldn't Kim do this to nobody else. Poly- Kim puts up her post. I'm like, exactly. Damn, yeah. this punk like, ass this bitch. Show- the father That's of your, your the father of your but you just really like oh I but know. I'm not shocked about that though honestly because she's a white lady yeah that's, yeah she ain't she that's another one of them things where he got with this white lady and now you getting some bullshit but that don't mean it's cool I'm not I don't listen these white folks doing what they supposed to do to Kanye that's mm-hmm. a black man they like we got him. They they couldn't couldn't wait. that's all I'm saying they got him they, they like yeah wait. we got him they couldn't but wait but the way that Black people are acting. I don't give a fuck from which diaspora life, whether you was the crippiest crip in the world or you the wealthiest motherfucking Negro in the world. I don't give a fuck. There's no way you should stand by and watch them pack this nigga out and by itself. Okay you know what? The first thing I said when I first started seeing those, um, like when people were start dropping him, yeah. first thing I said was like, where's his friends? Like, where's his people's? Like, yeah, where's all the where, niggas that he did favors for? Like, honestly, like that's yeah. when... That's when you really know, like, you have a bridge, like, you have support. Like, I haven't seen not one person. Except Antonio Brown. You know Yeah, except yeah. Tough, Antonio crazy. Brown, but he crazy as hell. He's he not so. crazy. He's just a fucking Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying, like, still. Yeah, but, but I just don't like that every time we see a Everybody. nigga that we just don't understand, we automatically associate with them with insanity. Yeah. I think Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown. I'm not saying he's crazy except or not, Tomo. but he's still a black man. Mm-hmm. He's still a black man. I feel you 
And I'm not cool with no black man getting treated that way. I don't give a fuck which one of these niggas sit in their office and hear my podcast like, man, G tripping. No, you tripping. <laughs> See, he's an imposter because you are a sellout. And nobody is taking, nobody no is one. saying I, that. No my, one my thing said is, like said my, thing is my thing is, okay. Defense. Adidas, hold up. First off, they like, oh, we can sell his shoes and don't put his name on it. That's for sure a nigga should have stood up. Ooh, hold up, right, bro. Yeah. No, you will not. Right. Okay, y'all don't want to do business with cuz? Fine. But you won't sell his shoes no more. What the fuck do Donda right. got to do with Kanye? This is his mother. Right. right. That's everything. Everything. You mean to tell me this ain't a pack out? How could you be a black man and be okay with them people doing that man like that? I'm not saying that you got to go do It's supposed to be a stay. Hold up, bro. Y'all going too far now. I'm telling I see fucking one of the niggas, uh, Jalen Brown for the Celtics. Oh, well, I can't really help the kids. If, nigga, these the kids. Right. And of course, Kanye got a fucking school in Calabasas because he's a mainstream Negro. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck get a school in Calabasas? Right. Fuck but that's Calabasas. where his kids go to school. Man, though. fuck them kids. Well, that's. <laughs> them kids don't need no motherfucking help. Them kids is in grade schools. Why you ain't open up your shit in Compton? Because, like you said, he don't know nothing about Compton. That's my mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, that's further proof that this nigga is don't some shit know. he don't he don't fucking know. This ain't him just knowing. He opened up a school out there with them crack. Them crack I think out he them thought he would, would have more support than what he's. I think so had, too. Had. But honestly, I don't, I don't even think he cared about yeah, that. He was I know he did. What the fuck he wanted to say yeah. and how he wanted to say it. And I That's was telling true. my nigga today, right? I was telling my nigga. I said, "Look, freedom is not economics. Freedom is the ability to think. Mm. See, when you are not free, you can't think." Mm. Feel me? When you burden down with the responsibilities of, you know, how you gonna take care of your kid, how you gonna pay your rent, mm-hmm. how you gonna get dinner tonight, how are you gonna, where you gonna stay tonight? Right. You don't have enough time to think. Mm. A lot of human beings are burdened with life, so they don't have time to think. Mm-hmm. Freedom is the ability to have time to think. To think. The one thing that nigga got is time to, time think. to think. And whether he's thinking up bad ideas or great ideas, <laughs> he's he thinking. thinking. He's definitely thinking. Because <laughs> a nigga got some great ideas with these shoes, but when it comes to this shit that we talking about as far as the community, that's just a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So freedom is the ability to think. Kanye is very much a free man. And my nigga was like, oh, gee, I don't know if he's free because, you know, he, you know, the, 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 he, the, the people need to use him to say, I said, them niggas, they needed him. Trust me, they never wanted to fuck with him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they didn't. Nope. I ain't never what the fuck with that crazy nigga, man. Why would you? Yeah. This nigga talking about Walt Disney and all these people. Who wanted to fuck with him? They was blackballing the whole time. That nigga figured out how to get in there and mm-hmm. bullied his way in there. That is a free man. I, I'm not saying everything that come with being free is worth it. That's the point. There's nothing wrong with the burden. You know, like negative, right? You hear the term negative. I, I always tell Head this. He'd be like, gee, I don't want to get no negative energy. I'm like, you need negative energy. Mm. If you just have positive energy, you can't make power. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, a, like a, like a, like a, no, y'all stupid. I'm just no, saying, look, you know. <laughs> like, you know, your dude got the rider, right? Mm-hmm. It's more ground cables, mm-hmm. negative power flowing than hots. Right. All them black, ca- them cables all black mm-hmm. because grounded is more important than anything to generate power. Okay. 
It's so important. So negative energy, people reminding us who, who we, we are, are where yeah. we come from is yeah. the most important thing. Dang. And you got a whole world of motherfucking niggas that's trying to be successful telling people, well, get away from that. No, don't get away from that. Right. Power through that. Show them that you are not that. Oh, I need to get away from people that telling me I can't do nothing. No, I'm going to show them <laughs> show whole you. ass niggas. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get the fuck. I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break that shit down in your mind. Mm-hmm. See, these niggas want to take the easy way out. Mm-hmm. That's these niggas. So, Ye is a fucking imposter. He just yeah. came through our door and niggas thought he was one of us. He never was. Mm-hmm. These niggas that ain't really, uh, that's allowing him to get packed out and not actually saying nothing, they are sellouts. sellouts. See, my nigga thought Ye was a sellout. He's like, yeah, sellout. No, you just thought Ye was he's one of us. He's been true. Right. He's been who he's, he's been. been. Yeah, he's been Eddie Winslow is. all the way. Oh, if Eddie Winslow grew up and was a rapper and left his dad, left Carl Winslow house and did his thing, it he'd would be, be Kanye, Kanye West. West. No, you're right. You're right about that because he never once, like, you listen to his song, like you said in his songs, like, you don't, Talk about none of that shit. Struggle like some more shit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. none of that type of struggle. None of that shit. You right. He just always mainstream. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. Because every, some nigga shit really grow up not being on the plantation. We need niggas like that. Mm -hmm. We need niggas who, who, who ain't never knew nothing about the plantation that know the bare minimum. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We need niggas like that. We need them brothers. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to say something that's going to piss off. Just like I say shit that pissed Kanye off. I'm sure he heard Kanye shit and everybody be like, fucking glass, stupid ass. <laughs> nigga, you need to know this. This is a message that comes from where I come from, nigga. Mm-hmm. This is the streets telling you, leave this bitch. Now this bitch is side with some people over you. Man. This bitch done laid up and sucked your dick and all that. Now she talking about she agree with them. Bitch, shut up. If you don't agree <laughs> with me, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Don't say nothing, young lady. If you don't agree with the nigga that's with nothing in your mouth, shut up. (laughs) You don't got to say nothing. Wow. You don't have to say nothing. If you were sucking this nigga dick, the last person you need to be doing is agreeing with somebody else. You know what? I'm going to just stay out of this. I'm just going to stand by my man. I'm not saying you got to stand by him. No, you just don't have nothing to say. No, you just don't. I feel you. Shut the fuck up. But that's how you know. It's like, yeah, she had to say something. Because she is a white lady. All of her shit was about to be because she shut is a down. white lady. That's why she had to say something. So again, him his mistakes <laughs> go come back to fuck with him. I don't got to do nothing. I don't got to do nothing for you. If you don't know no better, trust me, because you are going like to learn him. the hard way. But what I'm not gonna do is let these people pack you out and not say nothing. And I'm tired of other black people thinking it's cool. Yeah, yeah I that's feel the only thing. bad for that's kids. the only thing. That's the only thing I have a problem like with is that like I feel bad like it's just like I feel like no one is like that's because these niggas nobody. are sellouts and they don't know they sellouts. Oh, they don't. know. They really think they, they be, know. Well, no, they, no, they, oh, don't. they really don't. They know. They know. They know. They know. They don't know that. They I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. They don't know that I know. Oh shit! And the, and and the ones that know I know, I tell them that. Mm-hmm. Man, you a sellout. <laughs> I tell all my homies that. Yeah. If I see you doing some sellout shit, oh, gee, you just did. No, no, you just a sellout. Mm. <laughs> it's cool, man. Get your money. Mm-hmm. Get me? But don't try to act like you're not. Be a sellout. Be a proud sellout. <laughs> don't try to act like you one of us, nigga. Mm-hmm. Cause you selling out. Right. And sometimes niggas sell out. Nigga got to feed their kids too. But let's stop it. That nigga is an imposter. Ye is an imposter. Ye is somebody who always understood the black experience. His slang never been up because he don't know the culture. 
Nothing about He's him has ever looked like us. He never looked cool. He always been a mainstream cool person. That nigga's more the Fonz, cause it was more than like Jay-Z. out of the like he was always trying to be like out of outside the box anyway. No, he's me. not trying to be outside the box. He's outside of the box. But well, we're looking at well, okay, maybe that's well. Now I'm looking like what the fuck? Why are you wearing that or? Because he, he was looking at Vogue magazine since he was 17 or something. But, okay, when I we get was that, looking at Double XL and, 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 and The Source <laughs> and selling drugs, this nigga was looking at Vogue Red magazine. And, Not Vogue. And, yeah. I swear Vogue. to God, yeah, I bet you Ye had a Vogue collection probably since he was like 16, 17. Wow, you think so? He's I into think fashion. He, I think he has. No, I know he's, he's definitely into fashion. I'm just like, damn. Why do you know about all these European designers? You have to be into all of their magazines. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about no motherfucker Balenci. Who the fuck is Cuz? I barely knew he about Gucci. He said he lost one of his best friends in the fashion industry too. Yeah. How do you lose a best friend? But that's my point. Virgil, yeah, right? Virgil is the dude that had off white. He died. He died of cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 but it's not just that. It's like his whole shit always been off base for us. As far as us, not black people, because black people is diverse. Because there's some niggas that is. I never really they, got into some Kanye. some black people, man, are yeah, like. Me neither. That's like some people, like we have Carltons. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah. We have Carltons. We have Eddie Winslow's. Yeah. And then we got Doughboys. Mm, right. You got trays. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of trays. Definitely got trays. See, and that's yep. my problem. It's See, it's too many trays. niggas that's trays. It's a lot of trays that's selling out right now. See, the niggas that's... See, none of the Doughboys, man. We looking at... That nigga, yeah, is a fucking fool. What's wrong with this nigga? We knew it. He was like, oh, this nigga crazy. Right. And we fancy the fact that he acting tough. Right. But I knew (laughs) Ye... I knew Ye wasn't... I knew Ye was an Eddie Winslow and not a Trey. See, the difference between Trey from Boys in the Hood and Eddie Winslow is different. It is different. It's a different. It's it's different. Trey Trey is from the community with a father. Eddie Winslow is from the suburbs. Right. Trey still grew up in 60s. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was Winslow a different dude right in the 60s, but he is not. Eddie Winslow is somebody who did not hang with Doughboy. He didn't. Doughboy is not his brother. Doughboy and Ricky is not his brother. He definitely didn't go to the city, city, at, all. Yeah, didn't didn't to the city at all. Yeah. No. And if he did, he went for a couple of days and left and went home. And if you if you went to the plantation for 30 days and you went home, you do not know what plantation life is like. <laughs> you probably think, well, everybody could leave. I left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not like the shit Kanye would have said in 1721. Well, we can't, we can't, we just all leave. I'm going home. They'd probably be looking at this nigga like, motherfucking yay, cuz this nigga, cuz go home, man. Tell Auntie I said, what up? Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's um, getting taken down. I, he is getting packed out. And I just don't like that. They not even put, you know, back in the day, they used to pull your shit on the low. Not like, that's no, your straight shot. Them niggas like, yeah, fuck, fuck that nigga right in front of y'all. Boom, boom, boom yeah, boom. no, for real. And don't get me wrong, yeah, is a rich nigga. He'll be all right one way or another. But I don't like that. They think that they could just beat Cuz up in front of us like mm-hmm. that. They don't even have no respect. They, they not even talking care. to us. Be like, hey man, you know what this nigga? It should be like prison. Hey, we got an issue with this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to figure out how say? to deal with this. What did he? say? Hey. I'm not finna get in that because that's the trick. I got to get the rabbi homie in here. Once okay. Cuz comes, all right, back, all right, okay, okay. I'm gonna get on his ass. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna get on his ass because he got to explain. I need some what answers, Cuz. Because we need we need a meeting on the yard, bro. 
Okay. We need a meeting on the okay. yard, bro, because I need to understand what cuz said that that's bad, that you thought this was cool. This is crazy. This but, is but like... we're not going to have that conversation without cuz here, without okay. without their representation. Okay. This is how you do it. You have their representation on the spot. Got it. See, right now, they fucking up. They don't have our representation on the spot. They don't have our representation. They just doing cuz any kind of way, and these whole ass niggas think it's cool. Mm-mm-mm. Somebody going to speak up. Yeah, Antonio Brown did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Good looking out for tuning in to the No Sillers Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.